Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zaffert. The idea of women soldiers is still foreign to many people. Yet, since the inception of the State of Israel, women have fought to protect their country. One of them was Batsheva Litwinski, a nurse turned combat soldier who lost her life in the 1948 Israeli War of Independence. She was a cousin of former Johannesburg Mayor Eddie Magid, who also fought in the war as a volunteer from South Africa. Her story, together with those of many others, is told in the latest issue of Jewish Affairs. And with me now is the editor of that journal, my other colleague, David Sachs. David, welcome and thank you for joining me. Hi, she says you as well. Nice to be back. David, um, so we have the story of the young, I think she was 19 years old, she was a nurse, mm. and she went to her cousin's absolute dismay, and at that time I imagine a very foreign concept of a woman going to war. Yeah, at the beginning of the war in, in, in 1948, uh, it, it really was a, a, quite a desperate scramble, and although she was a nurse, she insisted on going to the front lines uh, just, just to say, I've, I've got to do my part, and uh, because... You know, uh, um, there's not there were just not enough men to to do the job, and um, they tried to talk her out of it. But uh, well, but she joined and uh, was killed uh, shortly afterwards. David, your, your latest edition of Jewish Affairs is really telling these stories, but also you're capturing the essence of what Israel was like at the time, be it from a kibbutz or or in the towns. Yeah, well, thank God, Israel is is a thriving, modern, technologically advanced state, and you have to think your way back uh, seventy years when it um, it was really terribly uh, rudimentary. It was a a startup nation in every sense of the word, and it was threatened with destruction from its very birth. Um, yes, and so uh, people needed to improvise and accept hardship as a matter of course. Um, and that's that's makes these stories so uh, inspiring that, that they weren't discouraged that they found they found the, the courage and the determination and the uh, the innovation really to adapt to these circumstances and to succeed. David, one of the stories is somebody who called himself Butch Ben Yok, hmm. which is a bit of an odd name at the best of times. What's the history to that name? Well, he he's a he's um. Not all of the 800-plus uh, South Africans who fought for Israel were Jewish. Um, most of them were, obviously, but there were some non-Jews. Uh, he was, I think, Botka was his name. He, he grew up with, uh, with, with, with Jews in Dornfontein. And when the war broke out, he, he, went, he volunteered with them. Um, there came a time when all the Jewish soldiers were required to take Hebrew names. And um, eventually he, he was persuaded or he, he, he decided to take the name Butch Ben Yok. And he, he bore it proudly uh, to the end of his days. Did he come back to South Africa after the war? Yes, he did. And he was, uh, used to go to the Michalnik <laughs> gatherings and so on. He was a, a real character, actually. You'll read about him in, in, the, mem- in the memories of Eli Izero, who's also a South African who fought. Um, and I, I was very glad to, in, uh, to perpetuate his memory. You can look, look him up on, on, Google, uh, on Google under the, the Michal w- website. Um, David, when you're sourcing these kinds of materials, what where do you get your material? Well, in this case, we we did put out a call um, for for contributions for the special issue, so I think a, a, a number came through that. Um, others were just providential, you know; they just happened to come forward when we really needed them. Um, and, and you also talk about the kibbutz in those days. Well, I mean, it hadn't. 
Yeah, well, one of the stories is um, is about somebody who they, it wasn't they didn't, didn't all go into the army. Uh, the, uh, she uh, she came onto a kibbutz with a number of South Africans. Um, 1940, it, uh, during the war, in fact, she could hear they could hear the the cannon and the bombs from from afar, and went on to one of these very uh, at that stage primitive kibbutzim, and uh, they st- she stayed there for 18 months, uh, helping to, to to build it and establish it. And that's also a fascinating story. It's a piece of uh, you know oral history um, that really captures the the excitement and the the idealism of those times. And you yourself interviewed some of those that participated. What was it like? Um, yes, well, I, I remember I spoke to, to Eddie Magid, remember very, um, and he told me about how um, and some British soldiers who were not Jewish, also not Jewish, who who stole a tank and drove it into, you know, into the, the Jewish lines and how he was involved with that tank. He was a tank commander. He became a tank officer eventually, and so that, that was obviously very interesting. But I must say, uh, not many are there. Uh, are not many left, so I haven't spoken to, to too many. But, I mean, it's, a lot of that research has been done. There's a, a, a really marvelous book by the late Henry Katsu called South Africa's 800, which, was, which includes of all these, these first-hand uh, testimonies, um, which uh, is in the Zionist Federation, Federation Library, and a new issue was recently brought out. Hmm. David, if anybody would like to read these stories about, whether it be about Batsheva Litwinski or Butch Ben-Yok, um, how can they access the Jewish affairs? Look, it's on the board website. Um, what is it again? W, uh, S-H-A-B-D. Dot, uh, .org, dot, yes. yeah. They are. Just simply sajbd.org. Just go to the menu, go down to publications, and you'll find not just the latest issue of Jewish Affairs, which you can download, but um, all the issues going back 10 years. Um, even better, if you want a hard copy, um, you can uh, uh, contact the board's officers, uh, speak to Shirley or to myself, um, and uh, preferably become a, subs- a subscriber. David, I recommend that everybody does. I mean, the stories in it are absolutely amazing, and they're very diverse, and it really does give you a sense of what Israel was like. And, and kind of you really enjoy the, the the nostalgia, but also the passion that people had at that time. That's it. That's it. Uh, the, the intensity of, of the, uh, the heroism and, as I say, the idealism and the hope and uh, the, the idea of, of recreating the Jewish nation in their ancestral homeland. It just caught people's Im- I really gripped him by the heart and didn't let go. And this is really a celebration of that. You know, kind of 70 years on, there's a lot of criticism against Israel. Yes. And, and this really, this, this edition is a real celebration of Israel 70 years on. Absolutely. We must, we must never forget to celebrate. <laughs> David, thank you so much for joining me.